Greetings and welcome back to another ongoing series of Shurim and Dafyomi. My name is Yitzchak at Shalom. We're now in Masachet Eruvin. Tafchav Vav Amud Bet at the bottom of the Amud, beginning our study of the third parak, Bakom Arvin Umishtatfin. And as I noted in the handout, the first half of this parak is focused mainly on issues of food and which kinds of food are considered legitimate food for an Eruv or Shituf and for all sorts of related halachot that demand a specific definition of food. You can use any food for an Eruv of Chatserot or Tchumin, or Mishtatfin for Shituf Mivuot, which is the same as Eruv Chatserot, but in a larger context of the Mavui. <coughs> the only ones that are out are water and salt. We'll see more details about that in the Gemara. And now, tangentially, any food can be purchased with ma'aser money. In other words, if you had ma'aser fruit, ma'aser sheni fruit, you redeemed it on coins, you have to use those coins to buy food. What kind of food may you buy? Anything. Anything except for water and salt. We'll see that not everyone agrees with this lenient opinion. If you take a ned there where you prohibit mazon on yourself, you're allowed to drink water and eat salt, but nothing else. There's a separate halacha, but we'll see why it was included here, even though it's in the same Mishnah. Um, you're allowed to make an Eru for Nazir and use wine, or you can use Truma for a, a, uh, an Eru for a Yisrael, even though in neither case can they are they allowed to eat it. Sumchus Sumchus disagrees about the truma and says that you can only use chulin. Well, according to Beta Pras, a Beta Pras is an area where we know there was a grave, but it got lost in that area. Midra Banana coin is not allowed to go in there, but you could put a an Eru for a coin in there. Rabbi Yudal Mer, Filu it could even be among the graves. Why? He is able to create a barrier and go in there and eat, which means it is possible for him to go in. There is a device to do that with. Now, <coughs> um, uh, important to note that when we're talking about putting an Eruv in such a bizarre place, we're talking about chiefly about Eruvei Chumin, which is set up in order to create a, um, a legal fiction of having a residence out in some isolated area that's equidistant more or less between two towns and it then creates the ability to walk 2,000 amot to the place that you really live so you can stay there and 2,000 amot in the other direction to the town you want to walk to on Shabbat. Okay. Rabbi Yochanan says uh, and has a, a rhetorical observation about the rhetoric of the Mishnah and that is that when you have a statement that says call that does not mean that the list is exhaustive and the rule is exhaustive, even if it lists specific exceptions which are introduced to the word chutz. Now, Rabbi Yochanan's statement was plucked out of the air. But by the fact that he says, even when it says chutz, which is in our Mishnah, it's clear that he wasn't commenting on our Mishnah, because then he would have just made it as the local comment, meaning you can't learn from the from the when it says call even in another place where it says chutz. So hechakai, where was Rabbi Yochanan's original observation? Hatam kai for the it was on the Mishnah in Kiddushin. Kol mitzvot asay shazman grama anashim chayavin rashim turot. All mitzvot asay that are time bound, women are exempt from. There are mitzvot asay that are not time bound. Anachad anashim anachad anashim chayavin. Both men and women are chayav. 
Is it true that women are exempt from all time about mitzvot? Hare matzah, simcha, vihakel, plus kiddush, on Shabbat. Women are chayav in those. Each, each case for a different reason. Women are chayavot in all non time bound mitzvot. Hare Talmud Torah, Piri of Arivia, and Pidyon Aben, redeeming the firstborn child. <coughs> and all of those are, are discussed in detail in the Sugiya and Kedushin, Taflam and Laman Aleph, as to why they are exempt or liable against the rule. So, you cannot learn from a place where the rule is introduced to the word kol. It's not true that it's, that it's in all cases. Even when you list the example, the exceptions, the exceptions, there may be other exceptions. Amar Baye, Vitem Rabbi Yirmiya, I could prove it, I could give you another example. Od Kol Amru, this is a, Mishnah about Tumat Midras. Kol Shenisa al Gabe Hazav, anything that's carried on the Zav is Tamei. Kol Shazav Nisa Alav, anything that the Zav is carried on, Tahor, Unless he's carried on that which is fit for lying or sitting or on a person. Right? There's nothing else. That which you could ride on. Now, parenthetically, what kind of merkav is this? If he sits on it like a saddle, then that's sitting. The back of a saddle blanket. Which means that there we said kol chutz, and there's other exceptions which are merkav. Okay, and then they bring in our mishnah. There are other things that may not be used for an eruv, which are mushrooms and truffles. Therefore, when it says you could use anything for an Eruv, except A and B, there are other exceptions besides A and B. Okay, I call the Catholic as a Maser. So they had a similar uh, read into our Mishnah. One of them about Maser, one of them about uh, Eruv. That when the Mishnah says you can't use water or salt, that's only water or salt independently. You can't use for Neruv. But if you put water and salt together, you could use it for Neruv. So the other one learned the same thing about Maser. You can't buy water or salt with Maser money. But salt water, you could buy. Now, whichever one, we don't know which one it was, whichever one learned that salt water is legitimate to, for purchase with Maser money, certainly will allow for an Eruv, which is the Rabbanan, and doesn't have the requirements that we're going to see a little bit later on. But the one who learned it as, a, as Eruv, who had the liberal position about Eruv, would not allow it for Maser, which has a higher threshold. My time, because when it comes to Maser, we require Perot. Okay, Yitzchak came from Eretz Yisrael, and he said that it was taught about Maser, the more liberal position. Watch this challenge. So 
So this particular Yudha ben Kaddish gave testimony in front of the great Rabbi Eliezer. And he said, in my father's house, they used to use Maser money to buy fish oil. And his answer was, Maybe that was only in the case where there were actually fish parts in it. So therefore, Rafi Rabbi Yudha Gadish, even the more liberal position, Rabbi Yudha Gadish, still come out of that's fish oil. The Shumra Perahi, it's the byproduct of Perot, which are fish. But water and salt together he wouldn't allow. So I'm of Yosef, and Yosef's solution is, What we're talking about is a case where you put oil in, and you're buying now, you're buying you know, salt water with oil. So Abayah turns to Rabbi Yosef and says, Rabbi, then you're buying oil. That's fine. What you did is you used Havla, which is swallowing the price in, meaning you paid, let's say the value of the oil is a dollar. You paid two dollars and you got oil, but they threw in water and salt for, for that price. All right, which means that you were really sort of spending part of your master money on water and salt, salt water. Since when is that permissible? Look at the one pasuk on our page, which is about what you buy with your master money. You don't just buy bakar, you buy babakar. You can buy a cow with its pelt and have the price raised for the cow so that it will include the pelt, but you're officially only paying for the cow. You could buy the sheep and include with it the, the value of its shearings. You can buy wine with its flask. And you could already you could buy not just mead, but also the dregs, which are water that has become somewhat flavored. Okay. Now, then made this statement. If anybody can explain to me, based on Ben Bagbag, why we need Babakar, I would carry his uh, clothes after him to the bathhouse, as I'd serve him. My Tama, why was Rabbi Yochanan so interested in this? <coughs> Simply because Kulu because are all needed in the Pasuk, except for Babakar. Let's see why. Why do we need them all? Meaning, why do I need to learn from each one that I can purchase it with Maser money? If it said Babakar, it's Bakar that is bought, that can be bought with its pelt. Because the pelt's part of the animal. But that would not let me know that you could buy a sheep with its shearings to love Gufehu, because that's not part of its body. So I'm alone. Therefore, I need Batson to tell me I could do that too. And including even shearings, is at least connected. But to say you could include the price of the flasks in the wine, because they're not connected. If the Torah even said because that's what guards the wine. But this colored water, therefore the Torah said Bashechar. Now let's go backwards. I would interpret Shechar as being a fat fig, which also has somewhat alcoholic um, qualities. To Peru, and it's a real fruit. 
but to include flasks, say malo. So it's what watches the wine, keeps the wine in one place. I would not know to extend it to wool. But once I know that I could buy a lamb and include the wool, then what do I need balakar? I could argue that without Babakar, I would have said that Son only took me as far as the skin of the lamb and not its wool. So therefore, I need Babakar. So I tolerate Son la tuye gizata, and then I've got an extra Son. Then I would not have thought that Son was only there to push me to the pelt, but not to the to the wool. Then the Torah would just have to write Bakar and leave Son alone. So now once the Torah wrote Son, then what do I need Bakar? So that's why Yochanan said, if somebody could explain to me, according to Bagbag, why we need Babakar, I would be happy to serve him. That would be a brilliant thing. And nobody's able to do it. Now, but my kami Gadish on one side. So there's a disagreement between Rabbi Gadish and Rabbi on one side, allowing fish or fish oil. And they follow Tanoim who allow much less for Maaser money. I put on the last note on the page, <coughs> there's an essential disagreement about how to interpret clauses in the Torah that are both general and then specific. Do we use Rebuyu mute or Klaluprat? Which is the Rebbe Yakiva version. And that is, Use the money for whatever you want. That's a ribui. That's expansive. Makarvetz on shechar is a mute because they list four examples. or anything you like. Chazav riba. There's another expansive statement. What's the rule? Riba meet for riba. Riba hakol. Everything's included. My rabbi, rabbi kol mili. Everything's included. My meet, but something has to be excluded. Otherwise, why list examples? So it ribui mute. Ribui means you're only going to exclude the most unlikely thing. He says, fish oil is out. He says, no, fish oil is in, but salt water is out. Okay? And now, the, the point of this, of course, is to say that the system of ribui meal to ribui looks at ribui as the main issue. We're trying to be expansive and include everything. And the mute is only there to tell me, to give me a few examples to tell me that not everything is included, knock out the least likely. What's the least likely? Either salt water or even fish oil. But the following Tanayim have a whole different take, which is That is a Klal. That's a Prat. And what's the rule of klalu pratu klal? It is prat that you use the prat as a model to guide you into understanding what you're supposed to give, <coughs> what you're supposed to include. Ma prat So we have two criterion. 
criteria of, of bakar, tzon, yain, and shechar. They're things that generate themselves, and they all grow in one form or another from the ground. So therefore, anything that fits those two criteria will be included. Tanya Idach, we have another bright that says, It has a third criterion, which is it has to be born in the land. Therefore, that has to fit that criterion also. Now, my Benayu, what's the difference internally between these two brightot? The difference between them is fish. Why? He says, at this point, that fish grow from the ground. Why? Because the ocean floor. The things that are born on the land, the fish are, um, are, uh, are born, are created in water, not on the earth. So therefore they would not be included. Since when did Abaye say that Dagim grow from the ground? In Makot, when we talk about how, how could you eat one thing and get a lot of different Makot, Putita is a little kind of fish. And if you take a look at Rashi, you see you get Makot for Sheretz HaMayim, but not for Sheretz HaAretz. You should get another set of Makot, because, and if you say that every fish grows essentially on the ground, it's Sheretz HaAretz. Ravinas Ravinas says, Abaye, that's not the take. They disagree about birds. If you say it grows from the ground, birds also grow from the ground. They eat uh, seeds and stuff. It's things that are born on the earth. Birds were created from the rakak, which is like a um, marsh, a marshland, um, and that's sugyan uh, chulin, and therefore they're not really vladotaretz. Okay, now Mandamarbi Ofot Ofot Why would somebody include or exclude birds? Mandamarbi Ofot Kasavar, the one who is inclusive, has a different following take on Klaupadu Klaal. Klaupadu That when you have a Klaupadu Klaal, it's the second Klaal that's the main thing. Which means, what you really have is a Prat, followed by a Klaal, which really is all inclusive. Really, everything should be included. And the first claw is there to just limit and say, if it's not like it, you have two criteria, which is premium, and, and, uh, anything else will be, anything that fits those two or is included. The one who's more limiting and doesn't allow for birds, says, the first claw is the main thing. Therefore, you really have a Klalu Prat, and the Prat cuts everything off, which means only those four things are okay. So the second Klal is there to expand it, and says, but we're going to add one more criteria, and it has to fit the, the, the all three criteria, and since birds don't fit the third, therefore they are not included. Okay, we'll pause at this point. We'll pick it up uh, in the next podcast. We should have a wonderful day.